Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? Hi, Jillian. Kevin Davis here. How are you? Hi, Kevin. I'm great. How are you doing? Good. Sorry for my slight delay. I was actually listening to your record, and uh, it is wonderful to listen to while Um. I am... Uh, working from home. It's actually been a very soothing record right in my alley. And I don't know if Lori told you, uh, but in addition to speaking to you today for my weekly Behind the Song devotional series, I'm also going to review the EP itself. So um, Wow, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. So uh, just by way of introduction, um, I've been the lead reviewer and uh, devotional writer for the website for 13 years now and just wow. posted my uh, 1017th Behind the Song devotional article. And it's always amazing to me that there's wow. somebody new like yourself who I end up speaking with because some artists have featured <laughs> like 15, 16, 17, 18 times. Um, yes. but you and I can you and I can keep the conversation going. And um, yeah. what, uh, what really uh, got my attention um, relative to the song Heaven's Eyes is um, that I uh, have been married 25 years. I have three Mm -hmm. daughters that are 2016 and 13. And naturally, um, with that as my context, um, I'm drawn. Yes, that's a lot of context. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drawn to the singer-songwriter, female singer-songwriter specifically, who can kind of over my family, um, kind of mm-hmm. songs of identity, uh, and kind of um, see themselves the way God sees them versus kind of what yeah. the world says. And naturally, your song is like the perfect stepping off point for that conversation uh, for a variety of reasons. And uh, wow. my format is I, I like to kind of hear the songwriting story, personal application of the lyrics. Um, any scripture that, you know, either you're inspired by or allow me to kind of do my own Bible study about, and then also kind of an exhortation or takeaway message. And actually, I've kind of front-end loaded my schedule with a lot of songs that we're in, but I actually feel like your song's a moment people need regardless of the moment. And, you know, it's, a, it's kind wow. of a more of an ever, mm-hmm. evergreen message. Um, but I also feel like there's an identity struggle happening right now. And I noticed it yesterday, my 13 year old, um, Bethany, um, talked about, uh, her boredom. Um, mm-hmm. and, and it's interesting because it's like, okay, you know, your safety is what we're kind of worried about. And yet, you know, she's a social person and she really wants to right. get out again and, and be, you know, seen basically. It's like yeah, we're like this gr- we're like this group of people who will all take her for granted, and she kind of likes this sort of other um, life. And it's interesting because two of us are introverts. Me and my middle daughter are more introverted, mm-hmm. and we don't really mind the 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 me time, the alone time. Um, but yeah. my wife and my youngest really want that like interaction. So again, with context, I'd love to hear totally. from your perspective how how I feel like this song speaks to both 
obsessive um, personality types um, because it's yeah. really just about whose children we are and how we identify. Um, but yeah, I'd love to hear uh, from your perspective the songwriting story and message of Heaven's Eyes. Absolutely. Well, I love, thank you for sharing that about your family and um, your daughters and your wife. I love that you brought up the word identity because for me, if I am not intentional with God and with placing my my um, need for um, someone to tell me who I am and for someone to define me, if I'm not placing that need at his feet, if I'm not intentional doing that, then my human nature um, faces identity crisis after identity crisis after identity crisis. Um, Because if I don't go to get that need filled for identity with God who absolutely adores me and absolutely adores all of his children and gave his life, you know, like the the biggest love that there is, love himself. Um, if I'm not going to get that need of identity filled with him, then I, like, my nature is to go to, okay, um, today if something successful happens, maybe that success defines me. I'll, that tells me who I am. Oh, I made a mistake or I disappointed someone. That disappointment, that failure, that that defines me, right? Or oh, this person um, thinks this of me, so what they think defines me. Or, um, you know, there's all of these things that it's easy to go to just subconsciously, even um, in my human nature to say, you know, I'm just begging for someone to tell me who I am. And I'm just, I'm, I am a person who is hungry for approval and you know I resonate with your 13 year old daughter who wants to be seen because I want to be seen and I want to be uh, liked and I just I am hungry for approval and affirmation and with heaven's eyes um, something that the Lord has so gently revealed to me is that you know it's easy for me to it would be easy for me to have shame around the fact that I have this hunger for approval and this hunger for validation and affection. Um, it would be easy to say like, oh, no, 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 that's, that's not a good need. That's, that's the problem that I, that I need that and that I crave that. When actually, I believe he made me that way with that deep, deep craving because he longs to fill that craving and that hunger with himself for me. So, it's not the issue that I have this hunger. The issue is where I go to get it filled. So heaven's eyes, I call it my roadmap. It's kind of my mm-hmm. reminder of where, what do I do with this need? What do I do with this hunger? Where do I take it to get it filled? And um, it's not a one and done thing. It's not like I asked God to do that once for me, and and now my I have a check mark by my identity and I cross that off my list and now I'm good to go. No, it's, it's an ongoing continual 
um, renewal of surrender to God, you know, you define me, what you say about me, who, who Jesus is, is, is how you look at me. You look at me through the lens of the blood of Jesus and because of his life and his death and his resurrection, I am covered. Like I'm in your family and I am a kid running around in your house who you just are crazy about and you would you would protect me from from anything and keep me in your will and and that's what he does so um for me that's where heaven's eyes came out of is just that place where it's in the middle of that renewed surrender of oh yeah this is who i am like you're the one who Mm -hmm. tells me who i am and it's just like oh, please let me just stay in this place and, um, you know, teach me how to just listen to you and, and listen to that uh, that voice of, of love over me. So that's really where where it came from for me. That's awesome. Um, I mean, I think I quickly identify with it um, uh, myself as a, a, a man mm-hmm. as well, so it isn't just for women. But um, I, do, I do think... Um, the identity question uh interestingly it's always a a challenge you know in our social media Mm -hmm. culture and maybe that's part of the issue right now is we're spending almost too much time on social media where we're not spending as much time outdoors and doing Mm -hmm. something healthier um and we're not congregating um to lift up um the lord's name and worship um the same way you Mm -hmm. know we're adjusting that way too so i think this this could lead to more despair and self-doubt, mm-hmm. frankly. I actually, I'm actually feeling like there's even more of a need for this message because of the isolation, right? Because really mm-hmm. that, um, that desire for approval is also related to a desire for connection and community. Um, and so a couple of my favorite passages that hit me square between the eyes about how God feels and feel like go with your song. I've always mm-hmm. loved the, the New Living Translations, translation of Ephesians 2.10 that says, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us wow. anew in Christ Jesus so that so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. So I've just always loved yeah. that description of that we are his masterpiece, you know, and no matter yeah. who you are, that's true. Um, and Absolutely. I love that it's connected to um, he's created us anew in Christ so we can do the good things he planned for us. So it's really about, yes. your identity is really about his plans for you. It's not your appearance. It's it's a much bigger um, messaging um, than Absolutely. that. But I also I also love 1 Samuel 16, 7. Um, but the Lord said to Samuel, do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at yeah. the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And I've just always loved that one, too, because I feel like both of those just center me around mm-hmm. what identity is and kind of how God looks at us in, in our situation versus this sort of mirror of the world. You know, the mirror of the world is, is kind of ugly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's going to always make you feel like you don't measure up. Um, and then, of course, one of my other favorite um, translations is the, is the voice translation. I tend to kind of mix and match based on the wording. Uh, of yes, 12, 
Um, and it says, do not allow this world to mold you in its own image. Instead, be mm-hmm. transformed from the inside out by renewing your mind. And as a result, mm-hmm. you will be able to discern what God wills and whatever God finds good, pleasing, and complete. Um, so those are kind of three of the ones that immediately hit me uh, that I'd love to love step off of um, relative yes. to your song. Did you, did you have any other scripture like, Psalm 139, I think, is kind of in there for sure. Um, for sure. Yes, that came to for mind. For sure. Um, that you yeah. Would like include. Well, those those fit beautifully. I, I think they speak just directly to identity, like you were saying. A, a few that um, came to mind for me are um, actually in Ephesians 2 also, just a few verses after uh, the one that you mm. mentioned Um is let's see Ephesians 2 let's see 19 and 20 says consequently you are no longer foreigners and strangers but fellow citizens mm-hmm. with God's people and also members of his household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone and then it goes on uh, in him the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord and in him you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit that's a bit that's a, a lot but there's so much goodness everywhere but I love that um, you know your members of his household like I just I think of that literally you know I, that's that's why I was just mentioning like I'm a kid running around in, in God's house it's like you know, I we have one little girl, Willow Faye, and she's two and a half. So you know, we're on the front end of the of the the parenting um, mm-hmm. world. But I just, you know, I see her freedom and her joy, just you know, playing on the living room floor. And I just, I love that image of like when I'm at my best, I am a kid, like just playing in in God's presence and. Um, so I love that members of God's household. And then a couple other verses that came to mind are are really more of kind of the once God really, when that identity is revealed to you and you're kind of just swept away with his love for you. A couple of verses um, from Psalm 103. Uh, he who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, that crowning you with loving kindness and tender mercies is just such a picture of, mm. you know, how he just adorns us with his love and really does just kind of make us royalty, like put the crown on our heads. And then from Psalm 36, I love how precious is your unfailing love, O oh God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. You feed them from the abundance of your own house, letting them drink from your river of delights. It's just that that picture of his own house again. It's, you know, feeding us from his own abundance, and we get to to live and operate in that abundance as well. So I think there's there's scripture all over the place that that could be um support really the the truth that I feel like God um you know just delighted to reveal to me and and what led me to 
to this song, but um, yeah, that that was a lot. But you, I, all the scripture you mentioned, I am I am all in for, and those are just extra that came to mind. So I I completely entrust to you what your um, inclination is there. No, thank you. I appreciate that because it, it helped me um, even further dwell into additional truths beyond, you know, just really the three I read you were kind of really focused on how God sees us, which is definitely one of the messages of the song. But the other mm-hmm. message is how we are part of this bigger community. So I really love the the later on in Ephesians 2 example um, of this membership we have. Um, and yeah. that's another that's another identity we do have that mm-hmm. we can lean on in, in these times of uh, anxiety and um, this fear of missing out that we kind of all deal with. And then this thief of joy known as comparison. Um, yeah. And um, I know um, it's been attributed to Theodore Roosevelt uh, that he said comparison is the thief of joy. And it is so yeah. true. Um, that is yeah. not where God wants us to be living. And you have a, a, a line in the chorus um, that I'd love to close on, at least this part of our conversation. Um, yes. Just the, I'm letting go of all other names that I gave myself. And, and yes. I love that a lot because I feel like that's the exhortation or takeaway message of the song right there. To, to let go of those other names. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, so I can confess uh, and will in writing a devotional about your song mm-hmm. um, that one of the names um, I, I've held on to that has been an unhealthy one um, has actually been um, competitor or winner. Um, that mm-hmm. I've kind of placed a lot of my identity in, like, winning things. And what I've consistently yes. realized is, is that's not community. Um, loving is what I want to be known as, not winning. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And yes. so in my actual little literal translation of my name um, in Irish is uh, kind. And so I've wow. started every day I pray over the fruit of the spirit. I pray um, that list, uh, the Galatians list. And yes. and when I, and I pray my name, you know, <laughs> um, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. There, there it is. Wow. Goodness, patience, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And I say, yeah. Lord, if I could just be those things. Right. And I feel yes. like there is a fruit of the spirit messaging here in your song too, because mm-hmm. those are the identity God wants us to have. Um, and yes. those are his supernatural gifts he gives us. So I just wondered yes. if you had any other names you would mind confessing uh, that you want to let go of. Um, and w- are there any of those fruit that I just listed you would like to replace it with? Oh, I love that. Um, that's so cool that the root of your name means kindness. Wow. I love yeah. that. Um, I, for me, what comes to mind as far as the other names is actually, um, it's actually names that aren't inherently bad, but it's more like roles 
that I let have too much power over me. So, for example, um, as a mother, like, that's a good thing to be a mother. That's a gift. Um, But sometimes I don't, you know, things are going well. I'm having, you know, a great, you know, joyful day with my daughter. And then maybe I flip up and I, you know, speak in a way that is too harsh or I I let my frustration get the better of me. Um, And then, so then I feel this sense of failure. Um, So then I realize with the weight I feel when when I fail at something or when I make a mistake, I, it's in those moments when I realize how much I was letting being a good mom, quote unquote, be my identity. Because whenever mm-hmm. I flip up and I fail and I make a mistake, um, that's when it's made clear like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize I was placing so much weight on the pr- the perception of how good of a mom I am. Um, and so, you know, as I'm processing this right now with you, it, it may be failure or, mm. or someone who fails or, um, you know, I don't know what the name actually of that, what that would no, go no, to, I mean, but. So, so, um, so fear of failure, you know, which is sort of mm-hmm. um, this idea of, um, that's sort of like my winning thing, just so you know. It's actually kind of similar. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of yeah. perfectionism, right? So it's it's a little bit of I don't want to ever do anything wrong. Um, right. And yet, mm-hmm. and yet you're going to inevitably beat yourself up, um, which is actually mm-hmm. a, a, a trapping of the enemy if you, right. if you, let, if you let that take you captive. And so... Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, the word um, uh, the fruit patience um, mm-hmm. ends up being a way to overcome that because oftentimes a perfectionist like myself, and it sounds like you are as well. Yes. Um, are you a, are you a firstborn, by the way? I'm not. I am. I am a twin. So my my ah. twin brother and I are third and fourth. So I'm technically okay. the fourth, but yeah. Yeah, and how many years between your yours and your brother's older sibling? Um, my oldest sister is six years older, and then my the next sister is three years older than us. Okay. So, yeah. Um, well, that's interesting because then it's so sister, 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 and then a, a twin brother for you. So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I I actually and I'm not psychoanalyzing you. I promise. Um, I no. just have stu- <laughs> I love I just it all. Studied, I just have studied birth order and things, and and I see different characteristics in each of my three girls. So. Yeah. Um, that perfectionism is is typically more of a firstborn trait, but I feel like yes. in your case it might be a way to be to fit in. Like it's almost mm-hmm. like, um, from what I'm hearing from you, it's almost like in order to have your identity be that you're a good mom, you're you're mm-hmm. um, you're even tempered you know what I mean like it seems like that was where you were going with that and yet that whole idea that whole idea of um, patience and gentleness um Mm -hmm. self-control by the way there there they all are um 
<laughs> God wants you to be thought of that way and not be have the burden um, that you're putting on yourself that you'll never live yeah. up to um, of, of the other. And so that's kind of um, a book that really helped me figure that out. Um, and there's a female version of it. So Wild at Heart by John Eldridge. Um, yes for me, helped me kind of identify my wound and then kind mm-hmm. of where God could fill that wound, basically. And then his wife, yes. Stacey Eldridge, I think it's called Captivated Heart is what she was. Yes, I think it's, I think uh, it's Captivating or Captivated. Captivated, something like that, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my wife read that and I read the John Eldridge. And I go back and revisit that book from time to time. And I feel like it's a good companion with, with what you're thinking about not just in the song, and I guess in closing, um, the record, right? So why don't you talk a yes. little bit about how this song, um, this song's theme uh, is expanded upon uh, or, or some of the other themes. Again, not a, not a full interview about the record because we could do that a different mm-hmm. time through other mm-hmm. song conversations. But within Meadow, um, kind of yes. what are you wanting people to take away from this record? That's probably maybe the overarching question. Yes. Well, uh, we named it Meadow because that feels like the all-encompassing name for really it's kind of that Psalm 23 grassy hill, Mm. wide open space, you know, next to a stream and, you know, under a big open sky. That is, the secret place, the quiet place of abundance within us, that is the life of Christ. And um, so I just, I named that secret place of abundance meadow. And, you know, it's, the truth is, is that no matter what we're facing, what circumstances we're facing, um, no matter what unsteadiness we're facing, we always, always have access to the steadiness of of God's love within us. And we always have access to those fruits of the spirit that, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, all like we have access to those fruits of the spirit um, in the presence of God as he, you know, by his power and his grace, you know, grows those, those fruits in us and in our lives. Um, So I just, I love, um, I love talking about that because, you know, it's not that, you know, once you're a follower of Jesus, it's not that life is all smooth sailing and rainbows and butterflies, which might sound like the word meadow, but it's more that we always have that that peace and that place of abundance and joy within us that is the meadow, no matter what it looks like on the outside um, circumstantially. So that is the overarching theme of the whole record. So I, you know, if, if one of my biggest dreams for this record as a whole is that, you know, someone who hears it could, um, you know, take a step further into the presence of God and just see his love a little bit more up close, um, you know, only by, his power and his purposes but um yeah there's just an inner sweetness there's there's always more sweetness with god and there's always a further step into his presence and i just want to keep 
running into it and seeking his face in it. So my hope would be that this music would, would spur somebody on to do that as well. Um, so I mentioned to you the reason I was like a minute late calling in was I was mm-hmm. listening through your record in order. By the way, I, it's big. It's a, it's a big you. deal when you listen. You listen through an album in order, um, especially this one um, because there's you know that whisper kind of eases you into meadow, and mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. feel like I go on on a musical journey with you, um, and you explaining it that way actually helps me have even more context because one of my rules in writing is I don't start writing mm-hmm. until I've listened through a record at least five times through. Wow, um, amazing. Because I really like to gather like the bigger themes, ideally get mm-hmm. to do one of these interviews because I feel like, you know, this is art you've poured your heart out into and I really want to respect that. Um, uh, that art with with intentionality on my end. And I know everyone's going to interpret it whatever way they're going to interpret it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, my format, if you've ever seen any of my reviews online now, um, and I'll tell you where they're going to, where I'm going to go with it. And let's see if I have any questions for you in closing uh, about the format of my yes. review. Um, is I actually break it into some categories. I go, what you need to know, I give them a little bit of a, your bio, your background, um, cool. what it sounds like, um, and that's kind of where I get to have the fun of uh, the descriptive words, you know, cool. um, already a word that I think of for you is kind of ethereal. I don't know why that word comes to my head, but it seems to work. Um, I love that. And, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll figure that out as I write. And then spiritual highlights, and that's kind of what we've been talking about. Um, yes. And then best, best song, and, and it's kind of a, it's a close uh, race for me, but for me, I'm going to have to pick Heaven's Eyes for a couple different reasons. Um, oh, it just you. it just speaks to my heart, too, and I do feel like it helps also maybe promote a little bit um, it as the lead song for you, mm-hmm. uh, but also mm-hmm. feel like it anchors down some of the other messages, so I'll tie that together. Um, I'll most likely embed um, a lyric video into the review at that point. Uh, I'll be Uh Thank And then you. I'll say for fans of, and I'll compare you to some of my other favorite singer-songwriters. So immediately, uh, Audrey Assad and J.J. Heller uh, come to mind. Oh, um, thank you. And they're two of my favorites. And then, um, yes. and by the way, the two of the people I've done, like I just did my 14th J.J. Heller interview uh, Lefty. Wow! In fact, she's she's coming up in my schedule. You'll be seeing her new song. Uh, you already know. Um, awesome. Which actually go, which actually goes with this current um, uh, COVID nineteen pandemic. And then I'll, and then my final word, which is kind of just my overarching description of of the record. So hopefully, um, one of the reasons I wanted to take a little extra time with you is to make sure I was getting to know you well enough um, to faithfully be able to right in that way. So is there anything else Thank about you, you. I need to know? Is there anything else I need to know about you to do that? Uh, is there anything you we haven't talked about? Well, I think well first of all, thank you for listening to the record in order and for listening to it, you know, five times before you write. That is so cool. And I just appreciate that so much and appreciate your time and just seriousness with it. It's it's awesome. Um, I really think, you know, between 
between the question, that question, you know, that we just went over of, you know, what names do I give myself? Mm -hmm. I feel like we dove pretty deep. So I feel like you know me pretty well. (laughs) Um, Awesome. Yeah, and you you have some things you shared um, about what you'd like people to take away, and I really like what you shared in, like, the press release. Um, Mm -hmm. So I'll, I'll make sure I have I'll capture your heart as best I can. Um, Thank you. In, in your intentionality. Um, and yeah, I, I uh, affectionately have a word for your, your style of music, <clears throat> um, which is gourmet. And you will most likely see me work that word into the review. And uh, wow. I also write for um, Dave Trout's site, um, Radar Radio or Under the Radar, UTR Media, I guess he calls it now. Um, I've been a contributor on his site for the last 12 years now. Um, And I'm one of his panelists. I'm one of his panelists for our top gourmet records uh, every year. So what what we love about that word is it it started as Under the Radar, i.e., you know, who's an artist that is deserving of more attention because they're good, but you just don't really know them, <laughs> so so we yeah. we mean that in a we mean that in a good in as good of a way as possible. Absolutely. Um, and then the second part of it is gourmet in the dictionary doesn't have a definition. It just gives examples like regular coffee, only better. Um, so wow. I love I love that my reputation on the website has become any singer songwriter gourmet record the site mm-hmm. owner always immediately comes to me and goes, do you want to review this one? <laughs> so, cause he knows wow. my taste in music. So he knew you were my taste in music, which I think kind of oh, says something about so cool. uh, Thank you. kind of where I'm coming from. But yeah, I think that's a little bit of my context um, is, you know, sure. I cover the radio singles and I cover mm-hmm. the, the, the singles, whether they're on radio or not. Um, But I also like to cover the deep tracks. I like to kind of get into the messages. Um, So it's very possible I might ask to speak to you about a song you have no intention on promoting. Um, And that's okay because it's it's really not based on that. It's sort of based on, you know, that that song I feel like has a message I want to share. So as we talk today, I feel like that song could end up being the song Meadow, um, just so you know. Awesome. I love that. So, well, so we'll you, see. Man. We'll see because the Lord may lead me in a variety of directions. And the beauty yeah. of this being a, a song-based ministry is I'm not tied to just Street Week and release date. Um, you know, I just get to write about songs every week. Yes. Um, and sometimes I write about the same record for a couple of years um, because that's the beauty of a song-based devotional is it's it's just based on the message and the scripture and all that. So it's been wonderful, been wonderful getting to know you in this way. And uh, hopefully at some point, if you ever travel to Philadelphia area, um, that's where I am. And um, we have about a 400 seat church where Calvary Chapel um, of uh, Quakertown, we're a plant of Calvary Chapel, Philadelphia. And um, yeah, I'm sure my girls would love to meet you and your daughter. Oh, I would love that. Well, thank you. It's been wonderful getting to know you, and I really appreciate your time and just your your care, you know, for me and for these songs and for um, getting truth out uh, with your with your own words. So, really, 
just grateful. How how great is it that this is quote unquote work? Can you even? Yeah, right, right. No, no <laughs> doubt. Um, and actually, because the record drops a week, two weeks from Friday, so the mm-hmm. week of Street Week is when I'll I'll get that posted, and then I have a very very full devotional schedule. Um, but I have a feeling I'm going to want to write about it not too, too long after the record drops because I, I want to at least get that deeper message also out in addition to, you know, whatever I'm able to capture in my review. So, so awesome. yeah, so stay tuned, and then maybe we'll talk again um, in the next couple months uh, about another song. Sounds awesome. Thank you so much, Kevin. Great. Well, thank you, Jillian. And until we do talk again, all the best and God bless and be safe. You too. Bye-bye. Great. Thanks. Bye-bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.